I've learned from this I need bifocal contacts. <laughs> so, um, When you become, I'm Kathy Belfiore, by the way, I'm finishing, um, coming to the end of my term as a deacon in this church. When you become a deacon, the caring ministry team provides you with a phrase to use as a guide or a focus in your ministry, which is connecting the congregation to Christ through care. And when I was asked to talk about the joys of being a deacon, I realized that this phrase, which began many years ago as instruction, is now for me the perfect phrase to summarize the overall joy of being a deacon. Life is hard. Uh, I know that more than anyone. And it can be a walk of endurance. Uh, we all know that, and it's why we're members of this congregation. We know we can't do it alone. We know we need our Lord and our Savior to walk beside us. But the reality is that life can wear away at us, and it can make us feel disconnected from Christ. Um, obviously, the joys, the hardships um, can do that. But even the day-to-day -day grind and the busyness can make us feel exhausted and alone, and it has a way of pulling us away from our relationship with Christ. So as deacons, we recognize that, of course, we all need someone to show that they care, and it is the first step in a deacon's ministry. But, and probably for most deacons, it's the easy part. I know it is for me. Um, we've probably been chosen to be deacons because caring for people comes naturally, and it does bring us pleasure. But the second part of the deacon ministry is to have the opportunity to go that step further and go beyond that initial act of showing concern and love and to be able to remind people that they have a God who loves them and is in control of their lives and can do great and mighty things um, and to help redirect someone to Christ. That, for me, is the joy of being a deacon. Um, I know that uh, my calls and my cards and meals may not change a situation permanently, but it can be a reminder that members here in this congregation have a church family and a deacon who will be a bridge and an intercessor, and it can help them reconnect to Christ. I was on the receiving end of that this week. Um, I'm dealing with an elderly parent who fell and broke her hip, and I was feeling extremely stressed and overwhelmed with phone calls and doctors and you know, visiting her, all while trying to handle my own job, which was also a very stressful week, um, a lot of deadlines. And I received a phone call midweek from my deacon, and you know who you are, uh, expressing concern and telling me that she was praying for me and my family and asking what she could do to help. Um, there really was nothing that she could do with the situation, and that does happen uh, to deacons sometimes. But what she did do was she took my eyes from what was in front of me that was overwhelming me and made me look upward. And um, I told her what a blessing that was for me and that she helped me. She made me feel stronger immediately when I was able to look upward. So I'm sure that all your deacons are happy when they can do that for you, um, reconnect you with Christ as they care for you. I know that when I can do that, I'm a happy deacon, and I thank you for the joy and for the honor of being part of the Caring Ministry team. Good morning. Thank God for this mic stand. <laughs> Be tough to hold. Um, my name is Mike Chiquella. I'm uh, in my last year as being a deacon here. And I just wanted to uh, read Philippians 4.13, which says, I can do everything through him who gives me strength. At times when I felt God calling in my life, whether to be a deacon or another ministry, my first response has always been, I really don't think I'm good enough. 
or that I might fail. This verse has always been a source of strength to me. It doesn't say I need to be perfect. It reminds me that I'm only an instrument and that Christ is doing the work. I'm learning that the most important thing for me is to be obedient and that God's plan will be accomplished whether I'm obedient or not. I'm the one who's missing out on the blessing. The amazing thing for me is when I do follow God's leading, that I'm blessed more than I ever would expect. It's definitely been the case here being a deacon. I just want to share a quick story about God's faithfulness in my life. More than three years ago, I lost my job, and I recall sitting in a balcony, and um, Colleen was asking for volunteers to go to New Orleans to restore homes and, and to spread the gospel, and I really felt that God was tugging on my heart, but I wasn't sure what to do. I felt that my responsibility was to stay here to, to look for a job, but I went, and I just trusted God, and, and again, I was blessed more than I, than I ever expected. I just want to encourage you this morning, if you ever feel like God's tugging on your heart, you might want to answer that call because you'll definitely be blessed more than you could ever imagine. As I said, this is my final year here as a deacon, and it's been a real pleasure to serve here. My hope and my prayer is that I've always been an encouragement and a blessing to others as much as everyone has been an encouragement and a blessing to me. And I look forward to what God has planned for me next. Thank you. Good morning. I'm Karen Gilsonin. Um, and I'd, you've just heard some of the many uh, joys of being a deacon, but now I'd like to share another perspective. Uh, during the past year, I've seen a number of people go through difficult times, such as unemployment, illness, loss of a loved one, or even divorce. And during these tough times, I've had the privilege to care for some of the members of my flock through conversation and prayer. I've been honored to serve in this capacity and help in even a small way. But still, at times I'd feel upset that I couldn't fix everybody's problems. I was frustrated. I wanted to do more. I wanted to do something more tangible for these special people. And it was then that I came to recognize just how special our church really is. I realized I could offer so much more simply by fully leveraging our church. This church makes available so many different opportunities and resources to meet the needs of our members and even many non-members. For example, after the economy took a turn for the worse and so many people lost their jobs or were fearful that they would lose their jobs, the pastoral care ministries offered a free weekly unemployment seminar that covered important topics such as resume building and interviews. The pastoral care ministry offers support groups for the newly divorced or for those in grief after the loss of a loved one. For those that have difficulty getting around or need help, there's transportation services and handyman volunteers. There's a deacon food pantry for families and individuals that are struggling financially. And if someone is ill, homemade meals are made and delivered to the home to help out a family during a difficult time. As someone who is at the receiving end of that service, I can tell you it's really a blessing and a huge help. All these ministries and many more are listed in the bulletin, so please take a look and see what's available from this church. So while I can offer, and I do offer, my individual support and a lot of prayer for my flock members, I'm so thankful 
that I can also turn to our church to find a wide range of ministries that make a difference in the lives of so many. Our church, which in turn is really all of you, truly makes the job of being a deacon a lot easier. So thank you. Thank you for your involvement, and thank you for being such a caring congregation. Uh, researchers say that uh, people join churches, certain churches, for various reasons. But the, the primary reason they stay in a church is that they feel cared for by the congregation. Caring Ministries doesn't have uh, all the answers or doesn't have uh, the stronghold on caring. You all care. You're all that haven't been deacons in other areas, Bible studies, the choir, everywhere. This is a caring congregation. But we do care enough and we're concerned enough that we have a ministry called Caring Ministries. And we try to address all the things that we can think of that might happen in a congregation so that you will feel cared for. And also you're in a flock so that we can know you're okay and you can have a person that's especially assigned to you to talk to. So we try to do that. And as you've heard from these deacons, God does the caring through them. There are many others besides the ordained deacons that are involved in caring ministries. Karen referred to it. It's in your bulletin. We, the wholeness service is part of that. The First Friday Fellowship, uh, National Day of Prayer, Lots of things are involved. And at this point, I would like to recognize all of you. If you're part of this in any way, uh, please stand up. And I want to pray for everyone that's involved in the caring ministries. All of you that are... Let's pray. God, uh, how we thank you for these special people that are behind the scenes, that are hearing things that only their ears and your ears hear, that are reaching out one by one, giving comfort and care and encouragement and scripture and meaning. We thank you that you are very alive and present in this church and through these people and others in our congregation. May we continue to grow and reach out and minister in your name. Be with us as we close this service and as we go to the potluck and continue to celebrate your love and your love expressed through all the members of this church and especially the ones we're celebrating today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. In your name we pray. Amen.